You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for Prop or Flop, where Joe Ostrowski breaks down tonight's pro basketball action. Where can you make money on player props tonight? Joe O answers now on Prop or Flop on BetQL Daily. All right, let's go over the entire NBA card. We should have time this this segment to get through it all, Horvat, uh, because it's a TNT Thursday, and they lighten the card up a little bit. We're down to five games. By the way, don't be alarmed. I did have to go to the stand-up. I needed to stretch the legs a little bit. So I do have the, a floating desk. I was it, You're able to rise. It probably looks like I'm in a really small room, but I'm not. It just looks like you're really tall. You look like George <laughs> Marison. <laughs> yes, that's, that's possible. Um Quick update on my Twitter account at Joe 0670. Someone named Broccoli Rob just followed me. Like, could you? Nice. <laughs> Why? Like Broccoli. Like, that's my handle. Broccoli. Broccoli. How many Rob? followers does he have? Um, I'm not sure, but you're very lucky. You got your name. I know. You, you don't know how lucky you are. Did you have to uh, pay somebody off for your name or it was it's always been available, huh? It's always been available, which is kind of crazy. There's a player in the NHL. I think he's in the NHL that actually has the same name as me as well, Ryan Horvath. So sometimes if I Google my name, this guy hogs all the uh, attention. Sometimes. I guarantee you he's before you every single time. Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. The guy's a professional hockey player. How are you not verified? Exactly. That's a great question. Have well, you so- – have you told Entercom I would like to be verified? No. Can I do that? Yes. I thought you had to be important. Like you had to do no. something to be verified. You, know, you could just you don't ask have... for it? Yes. There's. I'll tell you off air. Oh, um, okay. You can request that and right. it'll happen. If you Do you want to be verified? I don't know if you care. I think I do. Okay. I think I need I'd ra- to be verified. I'd rather have the check mark than not. Yeah. You need it the helps. check mark. Right. It right. helps you. I mean, you still produce shows. Like when you reach out to people, they don't know who you are. They look right. do a quick search. They see the verification. Oh, guy. Okay. This dude's legit. All right. right. Let's talk about this NBA card. We've got five games. Zostrowski and Horvat. This is BetQL Daily at BetQL Daily on Twitter on the BetQL Audio Network Live, 1430 in Denver, Toronto, Boston. Go in chronological order here. I know some of these lines are moving. Let me, uh, let me, Check the points bet app real quick because there's been some movement here. Okay, a little bit. Uh, Boston is favored by three, a total of 220 and a half. So the total is plummeting this morning. Um, earlier, hold on a second. I said 220 and a half. Yeah, it was 223 earlier this morning. That's a couple hours ago, Horvat, right before the show. So the total is taking a dip. Uh, you've got the Raptors. That was Ryan McDonough's favorite pick of the night. They are on a road back-to-back, so maybe that's why the total's going down a little bit. They uh, are playing their third game 
in four nights. Uh, we mentioned Tatum. He's uh, ninth in scoring in the league so far this season. A- anything you feel about this game? The last time they played, Boston ends up winning. Tatum put up a 40-burger. Van Vliet scored 35. What are we thinking? So everybody loves the Raptors tonight, and I kind of like Boston. Uh, this opened up four and a yeah. half, all the way down to three right now. So the Raptors blew out the Wizards last night. But Siakam, Van Vliet, and Lowry still all played over 32 minutes last night. Uh, Meanwhile, Boston dropped their second straight. They've lost five out of their last seven, but they were on a five-game Western road swing. So they went two and three after they lose to Utah. Now they go back home. I actually really like Boston at home. The problem is they're never at home. They've already played 15 road games, most in the league. But if you look at what they've done at home, the trends are there. I mean, they're 5-1 and one against the spread in their last six home games. They struggle on the road, but they're back home tonight. I kind of like Boston, and I really, again, now this has went up a full point. Uh, I looked at this last night. I kind of like Jason Tatum's point total over, even against a good Raptors defense tonight. Now, I liked it at 24.5. As I look now on points bet, it's 25.5, minus 110. The under 25.5 is minus 120. Hmm. But if you look at Tatum, so he's averaging 26.8 this year, which is two points higher than the line. He's gone over 24 and a half in 12 games, which is 66% of his games. Uh, and he went off for 40, his season high against Toronto earlier this year. The Raptors, yep. they're giving up 15th, the 15th most points per game, 111 points per game. And they are on a back-to-back. I kind of like Tatum over, and I kind of like Boston tonight. Hmm. I'm in agreement on both fronts. The Tatum one really has me intrigued because when when you're playing a high over, now maybe it's down a little bit. I haven't paid close attention to what his uh, total numbers, his points have been. Uh, The last two games, he scored 23 apiece. So maybe it's dipped down. Uh, Shooting has been off, shooting uh, 35, 36% last couple games. So maybe you're getting a little bit of value, some positive regression going your way. Uh, I like it, man. He went off for 40. And the other thing you have to look at when when you're – considering going over on a high point total is, is it going to be a close game? Well, we've got the point spread of what three, three and a half right now. Yeah, it's three. three. It should be, it should be a pretty close game. I do. I do like the Boston side lay in the three. And I do agree with you on Tatum. I don't know that I'd, I'd make these a lightning bet, but um, yeah, solid arguments. Yeah. I, I'm not betting on Toronto on a road back to back third game in four nights. I'm not, I'm not going there. You know, Joe, last night, um, my only loss was I was on the Pelicans last night. And I tuned into the show yesterday, and you guys made a good point. Like, I'm staying away from teams on back-to-backs this season more than ever. Like, historically, I don't like to bet teams on back-to-backs in the NBA. but Especially this season, road. Road. Road back-to-backs. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. Boston tonight. But, man, a lot of people do like Toronto. I'm, I'm going to lay it with Boston, I think. They might be overreacting to what they just uh, witnessed on the five-game West Coast swing, and that's expected. Would, would they go two and three on that five-game five West Coast swing? Uh, one of them against – you got the Clippers in there. You had Utah. Phoenix is pretty good. They lost to them. They did beat the Clippers in a high-scoring affair. I don't mind that. I don't mind uh, Boston at all. I think there's a little bit of value there, even though you are laying the three. Miami going up against Houston and – Okay, this number is coming down a little bit. Heat favored by two, a total of 215. Another game. The total's coming down three, four points just in a matter of a couple of hours here. Uh, Miami gives up a lot of threes, second most in the NBA, 15.2 threes per game. 
the, this Rockets team, they are top five in pace. They are fourth in defensive efficiency, which is just so wild to me. It looks like Wood is out for Houston. Maybe maybe Oladipo. I don't know that that one's been confirmed. Dragic out once again for Miami. That's been going on for quite some time. Uh, so you wonder where the scoring is going to come from on the Houston side. I will say I find the Jimmy Butler props appealing. Look at his six games since returning. He's playing 34 minutes per game, averaging almost 22 points per game, eight rebounds, and eight assists. Yes, sir. Where are you at? We're on the same page here. So I'm staying away from the side in total. I just feel like there's too many unknowns in this game. But I'm looking Jimmy Butler right now over 14 and a half assists and rebounds. Right now over 14 and a half minus 110, under 14 and a half, a little juice minus 120. I like the over. He's combined to hit this number in six of his last seven games a combined over 15 assists and rebounds. You look at the Rockets, they give up a lot of rebounds, man. They're 27th in opponent rebounds. I like Jimmy Butler, over 14 and a half assists and rebounds. And then I also uh, kind of mm. like Tyler Hero tonight, over nine and a half rebounds and assists. He's averaging 10 right on the dot, uh, right on the dot six boards, 3.9 assists. He's gone over nine and a half rebounds and assists in 10 games so far. And if you look at what he did against Houston last year, he averaged 12.5 rebounds and assists over two games. Uh, right now, you look at Houston again, they're ranked 30th in opponent reboundings. They're giving up 58 boards per game. Fourth in opponent assists, uh, giving up 27 assists per game in their last three. I like Tyler Hero over and Jimmy Butler over on the assists and rebounds tonight, if you could find okay. them. Yeah, no, they're available. I, I do see 14 and a half as well. So why do you prefer rebounds and assists over PRA, points, rebounds, and assists? That number's at 33 and a half. And I mentioned since his return, he's playing a lot and he's scoring 22 a game. So right. it's like I'm trying to figure out where, where we can find more value. Right, right. And, you know, with the heat, the points, see, I like the rebounds and assists just because on any given night, like anybody could go off in Miami. I mean, we've seen Tyler Hero go off for 30-plus you know, it could be one of those rare games where uh, Duncan Robinson heats up and he's seven of eight from three-point land. And you never really know what you're going to get from Jimmy Butler. Like, I really learned that. I mean, obviously, you know, in Chicago, he was looking to score yeah. more. Minnesota, he was looking to score more. We see it in Miami. There's games where he's more of a facilitator. I mean, you even saw that in the bubble. If he's having a rough shooting night, he's not going to force bad shots. Like, when I look to play scoring like points totals over, I'm looking at guys like Russell Westbrook. Like even if he's shooting 24% from the floor, he's going to shoot 30 times. You know what I mean? There's certain guys that are going to look for their shot. If Jimmy Butler's having a rough night tonight, he's going to look to facilitate more. And I could see him maybe only attempting, you know, 13, 14 field goals in this game against uh, tonight. Okay, so we're on the same page. Both of us are taking a look at the Jimmy Butler props. Uh, come back for lightning bets to see uh, where we stand there. I don't have much on this game, um, so I'll just toss it right to you since we want to get through all five of these. Pacers and the Pistons. Indiana's favored by two and a half. Total of 216. Indiana, a road back-to-back. -back. The Pistons are 26, uh, bottom five in offensive efficiency this season. 
Man, um, this is one I'm staying away from because if I was going to play anything in this game, Joe, I would probably take the Pistons, and I have to stop doing that for my own health. They're 6-18 and 18 this season. And another thing I have to stop doing is back in the Pacers because you never know what to expect from this team. They're 12-13. and 13. They're not consistent. Obviously, Oladipo's gone. Um, but what's really weird about this line here, it opened up where Indiana was favored by 5.5. 56% of the bets coming in on Detroit. So this line now sits at two and a half. A lot of money coming in on Detroit, and I don't that really know sharp, why. That means sh- sharp money. That's right. It's, re- it's respected money. Unless there's injury uh, news that uh, we don't have quite yet, that we have not seen. Uh, let's hit these other two games because the late games are going to be more fun to watch tonight. Orlando and Golden State. We've got the Warriors. It's up to eight. Eight. Total, 223. The Magic, they're 28th in offensive efficiency. Now the Warriors playing the third game in four nights. They are second in pace. Steph has been phenomenal. You want to bet him for MVP. At least you're making the case. Not that he should be the MVP, but maybe uh, he has an outside shot at it. Uh, I've been rolling the Draymond Green assist train last four games. 11, 10, 15, 15. It's it's set at eight and a half. It's going to be tough for me uh, to stop betting that. I don't think eight and a half is too high. It's been seven and a half last few games. Eight and a half is fair. It's tougher, but I still think I like it. Yeah, and, you know, when something's hitting the way that those assist numbers have been hitting, you can't back away. I almost did the same thing with Chris Middleton last night. And, I mean, every night it's sitting right there, six assists, six and a half. He had seven by the half last night, and I was able to go to bed early. I like uh, Draymond tonight over 15 and a half rebounds and assists. I'm scared off a little bit by the high number, but if I was you, I wouldn't go away from it either. But if you look at it, 15 and a half rebounds and assists, very doable over his last five games. He's had at least 18 combined. And again, the Magic are 21st in opponents, rebounds and assists. Uh, They do get beat on the glass. Uh, As far as the side in this game, I believe this went all the way from five and a half to eight. I'm staying away from that, but I do like Draymond tonight over rebounds and assists. Yeah, you might you might get more value there. Uh, so San Antonio, back-to-back rebounds and assists. He had 18. He had 20. Mm-hmm. Against Dallas, back-to-back games, he had 21 and 21. Boston, it was 18. So you said it's 14 and a half? Yeah, 14 and a half right now. I might oh, sorry, fi- 15 and a half. 15 and a half? 15 and a half. Rebounds and assists. There might be some value there. Might hit that one. Okay, last game. Philadelphia and Portland. We've got the Sixers favored by five and a half, a total of 229 and a half. This is going to be fun to watch. Embiid versus Lillard, two of the highest scoring players in the NBA. Blazers give up a ton of threes. They're giving up 16 per game. Uh, Sixers, fourth in pace, second in defensive efficiency. Anything you love. If you could get Portland at five, Portland at five and a half, I actually really like the Blazers against the 76ers tonight. Now, Philly is a much better road team this year. Last season, they couldn't win on the road. They couldn't win away from Philadelphia. This year, they're a little bit better, but they're still just seven and five on the road. But only one of those wins has come against a team above 500. Meanwhile, the Blazers have already beat Philly once this year. And I really like uh, Portland in this spot. They're four and one against the spread in their last five games as an underdog. Five and two against Spread right. in their last seven overall. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network.
Ostrowski and Horvat at BetQL Daily. We'll get to our lightning bets in just a moment. We are on 1430 in Denver at BetQL on at BetQL Daily on Twitter. You can watch us on weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 Eastern Time, uh, radio.com slash BetQL dash daily. Before we move to our lightning bets, um, we didn't have time last segment. I want to bring in our guy at the controls, our board operator, Jake Hassan. He said he has a MLB futures bet that he likes early on. What do you think, Jake? Yeah. So we were talking about the Cy Young. I really, really like you Darvish at 10 to one. He was a finalist last year, obviously. Um, but I really like him going to Petco park. It's bigger than Wrigley. Mm. And the big thing for me is the defense. The Cubs outfield defense was terrible last year. They had one outfielder be in the positives and outs above average. It was Jason Hayward with one. For reference, Trent Grisham, the Padres regular center fielder, he had six on his own. So I think that's going to really help Darvish. He's going to have to play the Dodgers sometimes, but I'll take the <laughs> overall. I, I mean, what's going to happen with the Dodgers? Well, okay, he might get got how many? Right. You've got how many pitchers parks in that division as well? Right. And I, so I think the NL West is really going to help him. And people are going to say, oh, well, what about when he got to the Cubs at first and he was not that great? Yeah. He has his guy Caratini now. I think that's really going to help him in the long run, too. So the NL Cy Young at the top, it's Jacob DeGrom plus 500, then Bauer plus 700, Scherzer 900, Bueller and Darvish have the same odds at 10 to 1. I don't mind that at all. I can see it. I just wish there was more value because I remember a year ago when you can get Darvish in 30 to 40 to 1 range. And he could have won, man. He was right there. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, being tied with Bueller, uh, it doesn't yeah. help him. But if I'm taking an NL West pitcher, it's going to be Darvish. I think Bueller, yeah. he gets hot for a while there. But at the same time, he has been streaky. He's got those blister issues. So I'm rolling with Darvish. Not a bad look at all. I can absolutely see that happening. All right, Horvat, you have your uh, lightning bet set. Are we going with four again like the other day? I think we, uh, we might be on the same side with a few things as we went over this five-game card earlier. But why don't you start us off with your lightning bet? It's who am I kidding? It's Horvat. It's not a lightning bet. It's it's bets. It's it, the only question is: Is he going to get to five on a night with five NBA games? I'm not. I think I'm doing two tonight. <laughs> I think I'm going with two, and I think I'm saying staying away from all sides and totals. Um, now I am. I I am playing Cal tonight. Uh, collegiately, I like that one. I'm going. I really like the Celtics, Joe. But I want to wait. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know where that came from. Wait, hang on. What's the number there? It's what? Boston or Cal? No, Cal. Uh, Cal is now down plus four and a half. It okay. was five and a half. Four and I, a half. I'm just waiting. Maybe he's going to wait till it's his turn. But Eli's waiting to jump in because if somebody throws out a college basketball opinion, Eli's got to come at it I with know. his counterpoint. Here's my opinion. Uh, we go talked ahead. about it earlier. I already did my take. <laughs> there we go. Uh, go ahead, Horvat. You got Cal plus four and a half. What else? Collegiately, I have Cal. Collegiately, uh, thank you. In the National Basketball Association tonight, <laughs> I really like Boston, but I'm waiting until about an hour before tip to play any sides or totals from now on just because of injuries and whatnot. I'm, I'm going to roll with Jimmy Butler, over 14 and a half assists and rebounds tonight. Again, it's minus 110. He's combined to hit this number in six of his last seven games. The Rockets are 27th in opponent rebounds. Also, I wouldn't mind playing the points, rebounds, and assists as well for Jimmy Butler. Uh, and then I'm going to go with G uh, Draymond Green. Uh, 15 and a half rebounds and assists. Joe, I know you've been hammering the assists. Tonight, 
eight and a half. I just like the combination of the rebounds being involved because if you look what yeah. he's done in his last five, he's combined for at least 18 rebounds and assists. And the Magic are 21st in opponents' rebounds and assists, actually. 21st in both categories, I believe. So I'm going to go with Draymond over 15 and a half rebounds and assists. And then the same uh, Jimmy Butler over 14 and a half assists and rebounds tonight. Man, we landed on a lot of the same stuff, maybe a little bit different in the derivatives market. But in the NBA, uh, you like Butler with the rebounds and assists. I'm going PRA. I'm, I'm going to combine the three points, rebounds, and assists at over 33 and, a, and the hook for Jimmy Butler since his return. Last six games, 34 minutes, 22 points, eight rebounds. Eight assists. Dude's getting it done. So I'm going to go over PRA. I just think there's a little bit more value, but I, I can't argue with uh, your play at the rebounds and assists. I'm going to go PRA at over 33 and a half. And Draymond Green, yeah, the assist train keeps on going. Double double figures in assists in four consecutive games. But he gets boards. The, the points, it's like he might get you two. He might get you 12. Who knows? I was surprised to see if you uh, mix and match like points and assists, points and rebounds. They're around the same number. I I know it's easier to score, but not so much with Draymond every night. Uh, I love that rebounds and assists number as well. So we have the same same bet there. So it's, uh, I guess we can call it a show bet. So I'm going Draymond over 15 and a half rebounds and assists and Butler over 33 and a half points, rebounds and assists. I do like your call on Boston. I might get there. You said you're going to wait. Uh, are you good if the number's three like it is at this moment? Yeah, three is what I want. If it's four, four and a half, it becomes a two-possession thing, I'll probably stay away. I just – with Toronto, you never know what to expect. They're a really hard team to predict this season. But, I mean, again, what they played three of the last four nights. It's a back-to-back. I fade teams on back-to-backs, on road back-to-backs, that is. Not, uh, not Tatum over. No, I'm going to stay away. I do really okay. like that. I, I, it's a high number. I could yeah. just see, you know, if it's a rough shooting night, maybe Jalen Brown gets 30 tonight. Uh, it's a high number. I'm going to stay away. Sure. Eli Hershkovich, your lightning bet or bets? Collegiately. Right. <laughs> no, well, I don't even have to say it. <laughs> we know what it I'm is a, every day. I'm a little disappointed, guys, because I was going to clip a video for later on on your Celtics-Raptors analysis, and now we're excluding the Tatum bet, No. You know what? He, he Eli, just doesn't you, have it. For he just you, doesn't have a, as a lightning bet. That's all. Forget my wallet, Eli. For you, <laughs> I'm rolling with it. All right, that's true though. If it's not a lightning bet, it's just a, a play that you're just you know you mentioned earlier. You're gonna bet maybe for a smaller amount. Whatever, all good. Um, I was about to say a swear, but I took that back. So <laughs> on to tonight's college card. Uh, collegiately, I like Stanford getting a point against Colorado at home. Zaire Williams might play if he, if he gives them. 10, 15 minutes off the bench. Maybe he starts, gives him 15, 20 minutes. Either way, he's been out with personal reasons. And uh, if he plays, if he doesn't play, I like Stanford with that size advantage. Should be able to get inside with De Silva and Delaire against the Colorado team, giving up the third highest two-point scoring rate in Pac-12 play. Stanford, an ascending team in the conference right now, coming off back-to-back wins over Cal. An impressive team, honestly, even though the market doesn't think so. Uh, that's kind of to Ryan's point, why he likes Cal tonight against Utah. So, How I'm do you feel about laying minus 121? Oh, for the plus one, it's juiced a little bit now on points bet. Yeah. Just take money line minus yeah, 110. Right. Just take money line or wait for, yeah. I mean, if it gets, if the, if the bet, I mean, if the line shifts to Stanford at a pick, it's going to be minus 110 anyway. So 
My, or my, maybe minus 115. So I would just, yeah, take the money line if you're looking at points bet now. Anything else? No, that's the only college bet for me collegially. <laughs> collegially, well, really quick, oh, what are your thoughts on Iowa State plus 15, though, Eli? Ooh, yeah, I knew you were going to go there. That line up for 14. It's a lot of points, but this is a really good matchup for Kansas. I don't like Kansas at all. You could even make the case that they're a little overvalued in this game, but I'm not touching Iowa State. I, the Cyclones are playing better. They covered his 14-point dogs at Oklahoma over the weekend, a little bit of a sleepy spot for the Sooners. I, I get it. Like, Kansas defensively is not that good, even though on Kempom they're 24th. I don't. You watch them play, especially with that four-guard lineup. Iowa State, though, has a similar uh, lineup, so it's not like uh, the Cyclones are getting any sort of matchup advantage. Kansas's defense is awful from three. So I will say, if you're looking to back the Cyclones, that's one thing on your side. Third highest three-point scoring rate in Big 12 play, but Iowa State has no size. And Kansas with McCormick, if McCormick gets going down low and then it opens up their three-point shooting across the board with Akbaji and Brown, uh, Iowa State's done. Uh, Eli, did you see yesterday, and I'm thinking about this because we should be talking about Illinois-Michigan, but unfortunately this year we're not. Uh, that would be a hell of a matchup. We would have spent a lot of time on the show discussing it. But did you see yesterday the Illinois sports betting bill refiled? And like I told you, they're uh, they're on the way to allowing us to bet on Illinois collegiate sports. And I love it because the reason that the state is standing by, they're like, Hey, uh, hey, Big Ten. Hey, Illinois schools. You put kids at risk by having them play football and basketball in a pandemic. So don't tell me we're putting kids at rest by at risk by legalizing sports betting in the state. Yeah, it's a fair counterpoint. I'll take it. Yeah. So how how quickly are we talking? Not March Madness, man. Oh, it's too it's too quick. Um, hopefully college football. That's I don't care then. Well, I, I, was, I, was hoping, I uh, don't care. You can like win totals on baseball season for the fighting Illini? Yeah, I'm good on college baseball. Kyle Wilson will handle that for us. But yeah, I wanted to bet on Illinois come March, man. I have to do it I offshore, know, I, I guess. Yeah, if you're in Chicago. It, there's a lot of there's a lot of games to bet on. There's a lot of games to bet on in March. I I'm not defending it. You know, I've been as outspoken as anyone about this, but at least they're on the right track and uh they're writing the wrong there. Uh Horvat, I, we didn't have time to get to it earlier. I need a quick minute from you. Uh, your reaction when the Bears Wednesday make the announcement that to uh, coach with or under Sean Desai, they bring in Mike Pettin. Tell me why that's a bad thing to be the senior defensive assistant on the Bears coaching staff. Man, maybe heard it's it. not. No, I, you know what? Um, so obviously in Green Bay or in Wisconsin, everybody was ready for Mike Pettin to be fired. Uh, but if you look at Green Bay last year, overall defensively, what were they ninth in the league? So a lot of that, like the question that I asked all season long is Mike Pettin this bad, or does he just not have the personnel to do what he wants? Now he does like a lot of soft zone coverage. So expect third and three, third and four to be in prevent defense. And but he's not the like guy. He's not the coordinator. Guard. He's not See, the coordinator, though. Th that's the only thing that does concern me. So now you have a first-time defensive coordinator, yeah. and then you have Mike Pettin, who this is his third job, I think, as defensive coordinator, also was a head coach in Cleveland for a while. That obviously didn't work out very well. Uh, mm -hmm. How does that dynamic work out, where you got a guy with the experience, but he's taking orders from a guy that's never done the job before? We'll see. Yeah, okay. I, I figured you would be much more out on a Mike Pettin there. <laughs>
Horvat, this was fun. We were able to host a couple shows this week. Thank you, Eli, the EP, Dylan, the director, Jake, our board op. Check out the podcast from today. Sony Banks, Ryan McDonough, Eli on college basketball. Good stuff there. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and leave us five stars there over on iTunes. Five stars. And follow us on Twitter at BetQL Daily, at BetQL Daily. It's going to be Horvat and Zach Price tomorrow. I've got some family stuff to take care of. Got the holiday on Monday. So I'll be back Tuesday, but Horvat's going to be here a bunch taking care of you guys here on BetQL Daily.